0: Welcome to Transition 8, a video game music podcast. We've saved you a seat. This is episode 25, and today we're going to be talking about butter building from Kirby's Epic Yarn. I am Brian Kelly, your host, and joining me to discuss this song are two very important people, one of which is my brother, Stephen. Hi, Stephen. Hey. 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 Anyway. <laughs> and the other is Matthew Tuceroni, who is a YouTuber and I think this third time on our show. Hello, hey, Matthew.
1: How are you doing? I am doing great. Like I like the show a lot. And Thank you, and you know that you've been talking to me for a while because you said my last name right. Exactly. Wow. I don't really have to, like, oh. look at
0: it and try. I'm not sure I can spell it, but I can say it. That's <laughs> hey, fair. I I can spell it, but can't say it. So together, our powers <laughs> combined. So why don't you just say
1: a bit about your show and what you do, Matthew? Uh, In case people forgot about you since the last two times you were on. Exactly. Right. That's, that's fair. fair. That's fair. Um, well, I have a channel called Major Third on YouTube, and mm-hmm. basically, in the episodes, I try to just talk about uh, a specific song or a series in a game, or like a, just like a concept of music in games. And just yeah, I just really wanted to make a video series where I discussed music in games, and this has been a really good outlet to do that. So.
0: Yeah, absolutely it, it reminds me, and I remember you mentioning one of your inspirations was like it's extra credits but about video game yeah, music. It's,
1: it's my idea was basically the extra credits episode about video game music from like the very first season it's mm-hmm. that as a as a whole thing that was kind of yeah. my intention of it so
0: yeah it's really great and your most recent video at least as of this recording uh was the Pokemon gen 1 music I yes. thought that was like
1: yes it was Pokemon gen 1 music because oh I, I haven't actually seen that yet you should. Yeah, should. Totally. man. I'm way behind. It's good. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think it's good, at least. I made it. So oh, I agree. I'm not I agree. <laughs> I didn't make it, so there we go. All right. um, are you planning to do any more Pokemon stuff, or is that like um, a- In the future, I'm sure I will. I, Pokemon has a lot of really good music, and I haven't, like, you know, I, I hate to be that guy, but I really only played the first two gens the most. Um, yeah. And I've, like, I've got X, and I really like X a lot, the most recent one, but there's, you know... The gens three, four, and five that I don't really know much about the music, okay. in. and I'm sure it's good in that too because the same guy did the music for all of them. So
0: yeah, um, so I would
1: like to look into it.
0: I would, I would love you to do an episode on the poker rap sometime.
1: Yeah, it's got a lot of uh, classical influences, a lot of,
0: mm-hmm.
1: a lot of in-depth uh, <laughs> lyrical content. I thought I it, it harmonizes kind of a,
0: very well. What a Bach sort of oh yeah uh, <laughs> mentality. In the, the way that, the that they list off Pokemon. Arpeggio works. <laughs> the way they list off, yes, Bok is a big fan of listing off of Pokemon. He did it in most of his symphonies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's really um, kind this time? <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Anyway, yeah. speaking of Nintendo series where they keep a composer a lot from game to game. Yes. Kirby's pretty awesome. Kirby is Kirby is so awesome. We actually did a whole episode about Kirby in the past. We, we did. So I'm really interested in uh, going more in depth to a single Kirby song, especially since it's kind of off the beat path for, yes. for what Kirby music normally sounds like. But before we go into that, I just want to ask you all, what have you all been listening to recently? first. Matthew, Matthew, oh, me go first. Yeah, no, that's really that's really polite of you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, we. And by we, I mean Brian and I um, were playing EarthBound about 30 minutes ago. Yes. <laughs> for the first uh, time, really, Yeah, for the first time we've ever played EarthBound. Mm-hmm. Um, before that, 100% of our EarthBound knowledge was from Super Smash Bros. Yes. That's fair. And, like, webcomics that kept making jokes about it that he didn't get. Right. So, Pika Fire, Pika Fire, that's about all we had, PK Fires, is Pretty much the extent of my knowledge. <laughs> um, we have not unlocked PK Fire yet, if that's you. No, I'm game. a little disappointed, honestly. Um, but what we have uh, encountered a lot is some pretty strange um, hippy-dippy baloney <laughs> <laughs> yes. that is coming out of our
1: speakers.
0: Yes. Yeah, uh, the I'm music a- in that game is insane. I'm
1: extremely impressed, a little bit disturbed that's, uh, by the music in that that's game. That's about the Earthbound experience. it's this and and that's one the thing that's so great about it is that it's like it really matches it felt feel yeah it kind of fits childhood better than a lot of things because it has this weird innocence but also it's super messed up
0: yeah that's the thing about if you listen to jokes not jokes in media for kids but jokes that kids actually make they're often just weird like Uh and a little bit messed up uh it's not that kind of Pure innocence that that like media aimed towards kids often has exactly. it doesn't mean it's like all super dark but it's just got this kind of oddball off the wallness to it that Earthbound really captures that's yeah. a good point
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah that and the um for example when we were fighting uh that boss like the leader of the gang or whatever oh, right, they okay, the knives name. yep um and then when we went up against his robot the music started off as this meandering like I don't. I don't even know. It was like some trance-like experience, and then it turned into this, stand, like upright bass solo. <laughs> right. I, it just completely changed tempos and tunes and everything. So it's a very interesting game to listen to. I agree. Um, I've been enjoying. it. Yeah, we're not um, very far at all yet. We just pretty much beat that boss, but yeah, it's going pretty well. Uh, and I mean, honestly, Steven, because of our, how we've been recording, we we. Haven't listened to much since we last did an episode. Yeah, not really. So there's um, not a whole lot of these stuff material to cover on our on our end. Mm-hmm. That's true. So you don't have anything? No, not since last time. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. So it's
1: Earthbound, and that's that's what yeah. we got to offer you today. What about you, Matthew? Um. Well. Uh, this some pretty crazy for me as well. Um, um, but I did. Um, actually, I sent it to Steven because it was kind of I don't even know what brought it up, but. Um, Randy Newman, that, yeah, yep. um, that kind of sent me on a Randy Newman spree, <laughs> which he's he's really, like, he's one of those musicians that whenever you look into him, he's everywhere, but, yep. you know, if you weren't, if you didn't, you know, grow up in the 70s and early 80s, you didn't really know him a whole lot from stuff, uh-huh. but he's done all types of stuff. Like, he did, um he did the music for Toy Story um yep. and all their sequels. And he did the music for uh, uh, Princess and the Frog, that pretty recent Disney movie. Um, oh. It has a super jazzy New Orleans style, yeah, um, kind of soundtrack. And
0: so I guess he, I never actually saw the movie. I, I assume should. He runs with that
1: whole oh. mentality. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh good. <laughs> good. It's oh yeah. No, it's um, it's really good. Um, it's neat. I don't know. It's one of those things, and that's a whole other episode, not this show, I guess, but um. That's one thing reason that like Frozen's good, but uh-huh. I really wish people freaked out over Princess and the Frog as much as uh-huh. they freaked out over Frozen because I personally think it's better. Um, no, I
0: agree. Actually, I would I would uh, I would adjust that to say I wish people freaked out about Frozen less and that movie more just because I've heard Frozen songs too many times at this point. Yes, nothing should be that big <laughs> of a freak out again. If you want if you want to know my opinion,
1: I think that people should just let it go. They oh, should. Gosh, they should. And go yes, outside but... and build a snowman.
0: Oh, gee, <laughs> stole it.
1: Hey, my reference made logical <laughs> For the first sense. First time in forever, I didn't make the funny joke.
0: So. <laughs> Wait, yes, you did.
1: <laughs> Curse uh, you! All right.
0: Uh, all right, let's stop. Anyway, yeah, let's. Kirby's cool. Let's let's go on to the epic song we have today. Um, a bit of background before we jump into that. What is uh, what is all of our background with the game? It's from Kirby's Epic Yarn. Um, that. That awesome game that came out on the Wii that hopefully everyone played. Um, like, what was your experience with it, Stephen? When did we get into this game? Um, shortly after release, <laughs> I think so. I we like game fluid or something, right? I have uh, probably got our. I from think game we own Flight. it now. <laughs> yes, we do own it now um, because it was fully worth. You say you game fluid? Yeah, I, I turned it into a verb eventually. I, uh, yeah, I like that.
1: <laughs> Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you
0: you you can game fly something, or you game flew something, or it's just it's using the past tense. So that's... Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so we have yes. like we have enjoyed many Kirby games that we have in the past. Um, Kirby Adventure was I think the first one we played. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe. Sure. Sure. So. I think Kirby Dreamland was the second, and so on. Um, oh, or maybe it was Kirby sixty four. Even I don't know. Oh yeah, yeah that, uh, that would be it. Yep. But we probably played a good one-third or half of the Kirby games that had been coming out throughout the years before playing um, Epic Yarn, which was, of course, a, a revelation because of, like, the cutest art style pro- probably ever, actually. Like, I'm not sure if there's one that is uh, more lovingly created than that game. Yeah, that's I'd had to think on that, but nothing comes to mind immediately. Yeah. Um and we we really blasted through it. Um, played it in multiplayer. It was very fun. Um, I don't. I honestly don't think the gameplay wise it was particularly good. Um, I don't think it it was as fun as the majority of other Kirby games. That was the power mind stealing. It. So like the major right. mechanic that makes Kirby Kirby yeah. wasn't in there. And on top of that, it was even easier than your ordinary Kirby game and almost no penalty for dying. Oh yeah. Yes. But I can't really blame the game for that because it fit the palette so well. It, yeah. it's kind of what you wanted from it. So I still really enjoyed it very much. Its draw was its aesthetics, and they just knocked those out of the park. Yes. Um, and then since then, it it kind of has just been forgotten in a strange way. Every once in a while, I, I know. Will remember I mean, it. they're totally not making like a spiritual successor to it. You 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 just ruined the plot twist that I was. up. <laughs> The
1: <laughs> they're definitely not making something that is called spiritual successor on the wikipedia page <laughs> right now wikipedia
0: doesn't know anything <laughs> oh man but what man, about you edit, what's that? your history
1: his point it's woolly world by the way
0: yep yep that awesome looking yoshi game i'm i actually do is the same composer working on that i have no idea huh, i don't think
1: we we know enough to say but that would be neat That would be, would be neat. neat.
0: Because, but anyways uh yes go
1: ahead yeah uh kirby's up yarn i mean I, I i played through it it's really really short and yep. easy but that's okay because it's kirby and it's just a big old ball of happy like, yeah, like yeah. The, the, <laughs> the developer for it is called good feel yes <laughs> like, it's just it's just a happy game and there's a little happy guy and there's a little happy friend they go on a little happy adventures it's great um that the, could
0: be a review, yeah. That, that,
1: <laughs> that's yeah. That's it, that's why I'm not a game journalist. <laughs> maybe maybe that's why I should become a game. journalist. Yeah, that's why exactly. you could It'd be. That's your resume. <laughs> yeah, you can
0: make a very succinct case for this yep.
1: game. But it's um the it, it's one of those things that that having a limitation in your graphics can sometimes cause the best aesthetics in a game. So, you know, having the Wii obviously, you know, you wouldn't want to have, you know, super HD graphics for Kirby anyway. But the fact that they just went in such a like, hey, why don't we just have everything be yarn and fabric and have this soft pink character be even softer and pinker. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's that's a that's a really good point. Um, A, they kind of got away from the limitations of the Wii. Mm-hmm. By choosing a, an art style that is so soft and so almost abstract in the way that they piece it together, that it kind of doesn't matter yeah. that you can't see all the fine edges. But also, it's an art style that embodies this character who's been around for years. Mm-hmm. And that was, in it's kind of interesting that they realize, hey, you know who's like Kirby, who likes to eat things a lot mm-hmm. and likes to be in side scrollers. Mm-hmm.
1: F zero, yeah, it's the oh, obvious God. choice. Yeah, F zero, uh, Whirly World. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Heard it here first. It's yeah.
1: a World's long line of these games they're making <laughs> now. Um, but yeah. yeah, but but Kirby's Epic Yarn, honestly, the the biggest way that I know it now is the YouTube series Two Best Friends Play. Their kind totally. of theme song is like their very first episode they did was Kirby's Epic Yarn, mm-hmm. and ever since then, their theme song has been the Green Greens music from Oh That's Kirby's oh, right. Epic that Yarn. Song. Which is great because they're both like super angry all the time in a lot of really? their, like, their playthroughs. So it's really yeah. funny hearing, you know, talking about these best friends playing video games with this happy music, and then they're just screaming out how bad something is. It's great. Really, that doesn't sound like YouTube. They're always so positive. Yeah, in no. place over there. They, they've yeah. gotten more positive over the over the years. So they still oh. get pretty. They still get pretty mad at things. They're learning valuable morals through their <laughs> through their friendship.
0: <laughs> that sounds awesome. Uh, but yes, I, probably what has stuck with me most from that game. I mean, it's a, it's a kind of a tie between the music and the art style. They were both, you were both, I really noticed both of them in a the good way when playing through that game. Um, so with that said, let's jump in here to the song we're going to be talking about today. Uh, so Matthew, why don't you tell us a little bit about this? Because this is actually your song that you brought to us mm-hmm. with this whole show idea. So, uh, why well, this song? because it's,
1: it's just so good. Um,
0: <laughs> and to some, clarify, it is, okay, that's why you're building. not a game. Juror.
1: Yeah. Yes. <laughs> butter. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It's just so good. You guys seriously. <laughs> um. Yeah. Butter building is the name of the, the piece, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's, I don't know. The thing that I really love about it is um I always go back to Kirby's Epic Yarn. Like it, it's the ultimate. You can't be mad while listening to Kirby's Epic Yarn. Like, exactly. you just, you just instantly become happy whenever you listen to it. So it's good if you've had a stressful day and stuff like that. But the, um, and the last, I guess, world, the last area, series of levels in the game is all like throwbacks, I guess, to the old games and the old music. Like, that's where, um, mm-hmm. uh, green greens and, um, I forgot the other ones called, but those, um, tracks are kind of redone. And this yes. is a, a redone version of the other uh from right. my previous game. This is from Kirby's Adventure originally, I think. Yes. But True. but this version's like it's almost like modern day like Vince Guaraldi, the guy that did Charlie Brown music.
0: Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that's a good it's, comparison.
1: It's kinda like if Vince Guaraldi, like came back from the dead and did a video game song. <laughs> Zombie um, Vince Guaraldi. <laughs> Zombie Vince Guaraldi. Yes. Um review deck. I'm pretty sure he's dead, at least. (laughs) That would be awkward now if he wasn't. He'd be really, really old if he wasn't. But, anyways, um, it's just it has this really uh, pretty, like, melody-driven on the piano, Mm -hmm. um, but also with you know, just it's a simple jazz trio. It's just uh, just piano, the bass, and the drums. There's nothing yep. too crazy going on. With it. It's very simple, and it's the whole simple music with the simple aesthetics and the simple right. character and gameplay. It's all just, just melts perfect.
0: Absolutely. But the whole the whole game, the art style, the music—it sounds it's it sounds and looks homemade, but with the utmost quality, which yes. is something Nintendo tends to pull off on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They can do a lot of stuff with simplicity where uh, it doesn't. You don't even notice that it's just a few elements because all those elements come together so darn well. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. so yeah, with, uh, moving on here to play the song, let, last couple facts about it. It was composed by Tim, oh, geez, Japanese names. Here we go. Oh
1: Timilia boy. Tamida.
0: Um, and he was an in-house composer for Goodfield because the actual, usual Kirby composers were busy on the next game when this came out. So they're like, all right, good. For well, you guys, I guess maybe. you can do. It's <laughs> amazing. You have a new job. The, yeah, the series regulars were working on what was the one that came out on the Wii, like Nightmare in Dreamland or no, Return to Dreamland. Know. Return to Dreamland. Yes. Yes, and I have not heard the soundtrack for that. Great. Extensively, great. but I have to imagine it's not as good as this. It's not. It's probably not, but it's great. All right, cool. Um. So yeah, this guy did an amazing job for this being, to my knowledge, his first time ever working on the series. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes. I and think perhaps, perhaps he did a good job because it was his first time working on the series. Yeah. I mean, it was a very fresh perspective. Exactly. I mean, current music is no stranger to using its old melodies over again. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And he, he did that as well, but brought a completely new tone to it all. Mm-hmm. And finally, where it plays in the game is in Tempest Towers, which is a level where you're trying to scale the Tempest Towers while getting blown around by gusts of wind. And I yes. find that's pretty fitting because Butter Building was originally kind of a, climb and also the song just sounds really breezy to me so i think it fit the atmosphere really well mhm all right so with all of those words now said sit back and enjoy the actual song butter building Butter building from Kirby's epic yarn. I wish I could play the piano like that. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that you know, I oftentimes say on the show, "This is one of those songs that made me wish I could play the piano." Uh-huh. But I honestly think this is one of those songs that just makes me content to listen to someone else play the piano because <laughs> I just know I okay I, I I'm pretty much good with sitting here and enjoying it at this point. So, yeah. question I had is that. Are those two pianos or one? It
1: has to be. <laughs> like, <laughs> unless unless he has a third arm going out of his chest.
0: That's what I was thinking. Also the mix, one of them sounds more center in the channel, but the yes. other sounds on the periphery. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's two pianos. <laughs> it has okay, to be. Okay, just pianos. making sure. <laughs> but it's a wonderful melding it's of the two. wonderful.
1: It's it's just ah it's so good.
0: Yeah, I, I really enjoy how there's a really strong, simple melody on one piano while he's just jumping around for all the flourishes in mm-hmm. the world on that second piano. And so it keeps grounded the whole time while it's also able to have that breezy feel of just fun jumping around up and down and back and forth and all that. Well, I was comparing it to the original Butter Bridge. Or I'm sorry, yes. Butter Building, getting oh, my franchise. Butter Bridge as well, yep. Mixed up here. Um which I believe was from uh the NES Kirby.
1: Yep.
0: and I was trying to figure out why they sounded so different, but being compositionally Similar, very similar. Yes. Um, and I think it's what you were talking about, Brian. It's how there's that helter-skelter um, extra piano, mm-hmm. extra... Um, it's like a whole different little tune playing off in the background, yeah. or at least to the side. Mm-hmm. And it gives it a completely different feeling. It, it gives it a much more... Uh, kind of a feeling of constant movement. Mm-hmm. Yes. It, it Again, it... it it fits, I think, that breezy vibe they were going for. I keep going back to that because um, that's really the best word I can think of for the song. It'd be like it really matches like a fall atmosphere to me. Mm-hmm. Um, something else, those drums to me, and just some of the stylings in the song gave me some Animal Crossing vibes, though more fast paced. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. The drums give you Animal Crossing vibe, just that really simple hi like, exact- yeah. hat, just, like brush. Yeah. Okay, sh- I guess I can see. Get- Exactly. that's I mean, yeah, a bit more intense than Animal Crossing ever gets. But if there's an Animal Crossing platformer, I would get this guy to work
1: on the music. Yeah, man. And i never I want
0: an Animal Crossing platformer. There was ever oh, an I Animal would.
1: Crossing game that wasn't an Animal Crossing game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Maybe there will be like adventure levels in Brawl, and I can play as the villager or sorry, not Brawl, the new Super Nintendo, and I can play as the villager hmm. and pretend it's an Animal Crossing platformer. But yeah, we'll see. That would- I don't no, suppose people. they've announced this guy's doing music for the new Smash Bros., have they?
1: I mean, no. if it's anything like the last Smash Bros., him and 50 other people are probably working on the music. <laughs> yeah, they've announced a
0: ton of people, but I don't specifically remember seeing right. this guy. Mm-hmm. But um, it, it, One thing that I probably missed in the song mm-hmm. um, a few times was the bass. I was wondering about that. Yeah, I I missed it until maybe my second or third listen.
1: Yeah, that's so, that's the big uh, the big thing that kind of gets it away from the Vince Guaraldi comparison is that it's a very very clearly an electric bass, not an upright yep. one. Um, which is okay, like it, it's not a bad thing, but it's it's a lot more like you know sliding back and forth, and you know, yeah,
0: there's even a bit of slapping kind mm-hmm. of bass sound to it in the middle. Mm-hmm. um and i it, i couldn't i couldn't decide honestly if I like the bassline's role or not um when I, I think bass, I definitely do it, to me the whole thing is very flighty, but that bass makes it chill it's the thing it, yeah. it it's kind of the subtle like hey kick back relax, we're just gonna hang out here and play some music that's true. it's so quiet though sometimes mm-hmm. I wonder if like it's too quiet that you just don't really even notice it, yeah, I actually wouldn't mind. Giving the bass a little more, more of a forefront kind of role. Like I if they had a little bass solo in one one section. That would, wouldn't go amiss at all. Yeah. Maybe uh, we can yeah, I, to re-release the game with a louder bass line. Hopefully so. New print. Um, um, but yeah. Any other things stand out about the song for you guys? I think it's kind of what I said before. How. <laughs> It's a, such a fresh perspective on Kirby music because yeah. the Kirby games have been the same repeatedly mm-hmm. for many years. And this was one of the biggest departures, a, a chance for the art style, the gameplay, the music to be completely different than how it's been in the past. And I'm just kind of surprised that they decided to deal with it in this, like, it, not unconventional, simple, but extremely skillful manner. Yeah. And like it's really going for something, but it's hard to pinpoint what that style is because there are a bunch of other songs in the game that don't really sound much like this.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, definitely. It's it's pretty varied throughout the soundtrack. Some of the music isn't even that great, honestly. <laughs> um, but it, it's very it, it's a lot a lot of uh, diversity in the soundtrack, which is I mean, that's good. That's the way a video game should be. Every every track can't be this.
0: I think what it mostly what I remember, the running theme for the game being is minimalistic and a lot more live instruments than Kirby typically yes. has. Mm-hmm. Uh, which are kind of the two themes he tries to stick to, which is, Kirby's always been a very synthetic, um, kind of just use whatever sound effects are available type uh, type of uh, It was one of those series that too. would really run with whatever chip, uh, Chipset chip that I, chip I had. What's the word I'm looking for? Yeah. It just, um, it used those old, bleepy sound effects to Truly great effect, and mm-hmm. kind of made you wonder: could this ever be played with an instrument? It's it's so hectic all the time; it's always going up and down and bending. It's yeah. every instrument it has in its possession. Exactly, and very um, unique instruments. Like you don't hear curb, the stuff that was using Kirby music in many other songs on this nest. Um and it doesn't exactly exactly have exact analogs to real instruments. So it was interesting seeing someone take a more um individual approach to how to do it. Like, I'm not going to try to just bring this Kirby music to life. I'm going to bring it to different styles and different instruments that I have available to me. Which is really the road he seemed to go. And I really enjoy enjoy what they did for it. I don't know if Kirby will... Again, I'm really curious to see if this is just the sound style for this series. Uh Or rather, this sub-series. Like, if Wooly World can yeah. use the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that they... uh they had some gameplay clips during E3, I believe, that had music, um, yeah, involved. I, would I imagine they would have. I wish I remember what the music was. I thought it was awesome. That's what yeah. I feel like. It must be the case in my mind, but I don't specifically remember. Um, I yeah, I'm really curious as well. Um, yeah. yeah, is this so? Here's a, here's a question for you guys. Sure. Do you think this is your favorite or go to? soundtrack for the Kirby series, or are there other ones that have stolen your hearts?
1: Mm. I mean, Crystal Shards is kind of just for nostalgia's sake. Because uh-huh. I played that a lot with my friends uh, growing mm-hmm. up. Um, I and... recently got the physical soundtrack to that game.
0: Oh, cool. cool. And it kind of converted me. I've talked about it on the show before, but I was yes. kind of down on
1: that soundtrack for a while. That's um, fair. I mean, it is... It, I don't know. A lot of N64 soundtracks kind of take a little getting used to. Yeah. Um,
0: Sometimes... It's time for Nintendo soundtracks,
1: yeah. Yeah, and
0: especially with the Kirby series, I think it was starting to kind of take that frenetic style it had. Because it was so good at those chip tunes. It was so good at using a Game Boy. It was so good at using an NES. When it got to the N64, I think the whole series was kind of like, uh... (laughs) These synth instruments... How about this level where Kirby's in a factory and there are motor noises? It's <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> yes, that's actually brilliant, but not what I would normally consider Kirby music. Mm. I think for me, one of the big Kirby soundtracks that stood out to me and is really on the opposite end of the spectrum from Epic Yarns is Canvas Curse's soundtrack. Uh, not familiar yeah, with that Similarly, at all, so. <laughs> okay, gotcha. It similarly took... It didn't really make much of its own original music and more just took all other, kir- well, what well, Kirby game music does create its original music at this point. Yeah. But nonetheless, it basically just took a bunch of other levels and recreated them in this game. But it went on the very other extreme, which is more electronic and more, um, eccentric glitchy. Kirby music. Almost glitchy. Yeah. Like very, uh, very electronic and something that Kirby doesn't typically do. Um, while this it's like it, it either wanted to suddenly bust into dubstep or ska. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> yes. It feels like it would have done dubstep if that was more popular at that point, but it was uh-huh. right for the era of dubstep, but it was yeah, bordering on that with this electronica kind of sound to everything, which is the opposite of what, uh, epic yarn tried to do with Kirby soundtrack.
1: Yeah. E- everything about epic yarn is very holistic. Like everything is, you know, <laughs> these it's like, these are real. This is, you know, Yarn, men, yarn yeah. men are walking around. It's not, yes. you know, he, these are bits and 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 bites.
0: Like you're watching a a real puppet show. So there's a real person on a
1: real piano. Yeah, on in the backstage, and ironically, non-epic. Non-epic. Yeah, that's yeah. that's that's a funny thing about the title. It's very misleading it in, really in some ways. Like obviously. No, like,
0: Yarn not misleading. Yarn not misleading.
1: <laughs> but Kirby's yarn doesn't sound quite as good. Yeah, I, think I guess just having
0: trouble finding alliteration with the Y.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Kirby's yummy yarn. Yeah. He doesn't eat yeah. anything, man. That's even more even more misleading. I'm looking yeah. at the level names for Canvas Curse: Ravine, Road, Rift, Ruin, Plant, Plain, Volatile, Volcano. They're really into that. Oh okay. um, Hey, that <laughs> I, is a mainstay. I think every single one: Dungeon, Dome, Canvas, Canyon. Wow. Yep. Every single one of these is a little fun fact is in the beginning of this very show, we tried to name all of our episodes with the same classic video game alliteration. So there'd be like super soundtracks. We did. And gave up on that very soon because it was (laughs) really (laughs) annoying. (laughs) It's funny. I have a question here in my notes that is actually (laughs) an accidental holdover from our last episode, Stephen. So it says obvious question. How does this compare to Howard Shore's version? How does it compare? <laughs> that is a good question. How does it compare to Howard Shore's version, Stephen? Clearly, Howard Shore was more into the use of the bassoon. Yeah, yeah. But well, I appreciate Howard both Shore approaches. Shore was actually a very accomplished bassoon soloist in
1: addition to being a composer. So, uh,
0: <laughs> little known
1: fact. Little known fact: <laughs> Curvy's epic yarn, Howard Shore. Um, <laughs> yeah, those two somehow. Mm. yeah this uh, actually uh, one thing i was uh thinking well i'm listening through it kind of over and over again right now um is the intro uh i was kind of listening to it and then listening to the um kirby's adventure version and hearing how uh the composer kind of converted the intro from kirby's adventure into epic yarn um is interesting because in the Kirby's Adventure, it's the same jumpy, you know, just jumping yeah. back and forth. But then in Epic Yarn, it's the same notes, more or less, but it's way more, you know, jazzy and, you know. Oh,
0: yeah. Slight. I was wondering what what it. That, if the intro was just added or what it was from, but I'd forgotten about those little intro sequences in uh, Adventure mm-hmm. that I was pulling from.
1: Yeah, it's just it's really cool to hear how, um, you know, he interpret it like uh the way that I picture, the way that um, he wrote it, I forgot his name. Um, uh, the Japanese know, guy, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have
0: the name here. Yes.
1: Tamita, okay. The way that uh, Tamita, the way I imagine Tamita composed it was for you know these last levels. They said, well, these are going to be throwbacks to the old levels. So he just went to them, listened to them. Started off by making just an exact arrangement, and then threw that out the window and made a jazz version of it. Because <laughs> um, that's that's a cool thing with a lot of these more recent Nintendo games is they almost sound like a really good OC remix version of yeah that. yeah like if, for... yeah like if in two thousand nine before this game came out, someone came out and said I made a jazz version of Butter Building from Kirby's Adventure, and it was this, then I would have believed them.
0: Yeah, I agree. I mean, Mario Kart did something similar mm-hmm. um, in that it... I cannot say enough good things about Nintendo's recent trend in the last, you know, four or five years of using live instruments in games. Um, because they aren't just going the route of let's get a live orchestra. Uh, They're taking the route that weirdly was kind of skipped with video games who we went from synthesis to live orchestra uh, without really this in-between of getting live jazz or live rock or live big band kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Um, and I'm I'm really enjoying that they're experimenting with that for all their games. Like there's I, such a maturity and quality to this particular track. It's just, you can listen to it for hours and it yep. it's so satisfying. It's not something you'd expect to find. I mean, to be honest in any children's product of any kind.
1: Yeah. It doesn't like a lot of Kirby stuff sounds just goofy. And you know, silly. And this song is happy, but it's definitely not goofy.
0: Yeah, that, I guess that's kind of what I mean. Like, of course, we know that lots of cartoonish video games have amazing soundtracks, but yeah. this this is going along that Nintendo trend where it's like, no, this is just good music. The the source tune, yeah, is from an old silly video game, and yes, it's in a new silly video game, but it's got it's got style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, something I really appreciate about. Um the sophisticated remixes of video game music is that they take the, the sophisticated piano playing and all that, but take those incredibly strong melodies of original uh, yeah. game music, um, which isn't always present if you listen to jazz or similar styles or big band or whatever. Sometimes they have their own styles, but when you take video game melodies, you're working with a very, very strong melody even when you're applying these better musical techniques on top of it. So well, really It reminds me of when that... that um very typical, like, metal band was given Gianna Sisters Twisted Dreams.
1: Oh, right. Yeah, And suddenly, a
0: wonderful job. They're kind of, you know... I'm not really into that metal sound, mm-hmm. to be honest. It's very heavy. But, metal. When, but when adapted to a video game with these tunes... When they're suddenly playing these, like, uh, playing songs in major... Hopeful, and, energetic, you know, yeah. exciting... Yeah, yeah it's just the same kind of everything. everything yeah rock the whole time yeah i really really enjoyed it they did there as well um and i i just hope nintendo continues this because they've done it quite often at this point they did it with epic yarn they did it in uh their own way with mario galaxy and then with mario um Kart oh mario and, 3d world yes mario 3d world so they have a pretty good history of it at this point they just need to do it with
1: zelda i think they're going to and I mean, they kind of did in Skyward Sword. Like, eh, well, the, I'm saying the one song, <laughs> the one song's really good though. That's
0: true. Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's just another
1: orchestra. It's, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Mario was another orchestra, but I still think it was awesome. I don't know. But, but it was in a it was in a Mario game. That's what was crazy about it. Yeah. Oh yeah. But back to Butter building. Um, does it sound to you guys as well like the song is faster and slower than the original? Like to me, it seems like it's less consistently peppy, um, and I, I'm not talking about this is peppy, but um, at the same time, <laughs> it feels it feels more intense, more engaged. I think it's all. I think it's got to be that jazz. It's got to be that mm-hmm. this, this note is sustained, then it kind of skips a beat, and it's very it keeps you on your toes. Mm-hmm.
1: I really like that. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I see what you're saying. Whenever it comes to the whole faster and slower. Because and I think it's also because the um the the thing that drives the Kirby's Adventure version that's the main one I'm going back to yeah. the way that it drives in the Kirby's Adventure version is through the bass line do 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 yep you know that the um oh I can't remember there's a name for that I can't remember it but um, if you can't
0: remember it, we will never. Remember <laughs> this.
1: I believe you mean the blivety blue. Yeah, it's probably the blivety yes. blue. Um, <laughs> it might just be a rocking bass. It's something like that. But anyways, um, <laughs> something
0: simple. Yeah, a bass line.
1: Yes, but it's the bass line that drives it. But in this one, it's the snare, or not the snare, the hi hat. The
0: that's
1: that's what keeps it going. And the hi hat is just feels a little faster in this. But then whenever like the piano slows down for the you know the. The bigger parts that aren't as uh, staccato as the main melody, it feels slower. So I see. Oh, I
0: and see and I, I think that's a good. good. And combined with the fact that any time one piano is resting, the other ones going nuts. Mm. You know, it's never truly still, which again, perfect for kind of that stage design. Yeah, because you're always going up and up and up, and right? You're blown around by breezes and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I think the actual beats per minute to the song if not actually the same are extremely similar but Mm. like Matthew pointed out the what it's focusing on is focusing on a faster element in uh, or it's being driven by a faster element in the epic yarn version than in, in adventure so that's a good distinction there yeah so I don't remember the soundtrack super well were there were there a lot of callbacks to old Kirby music
1: a the whole output? last like the last few levels were a bunch of okay. a bunch of callbacks like there's also um, green greens <laughs> gotta have that one and um, gosh there's another one that I'm hitting myself for not remembering the name of I'm gonna look up the like King Dedede one yeah oh uh, gourmet, gourmet race gourmet race there we go <laughs> That one's also yep. um, redone. I'm pretty sure, at least. But um, yes, there's a lot of ones, and they're all you know they're all really good. So, mm-hmm. and I've certainly been on a record. Uh, oh, I
0: just got to say, the boss theme in this game is amazing. It's really basic, simple, aggressive piano that calls back to the old Kirby games. I'm pretty sure it's one of the boss themes. I think it's against Krakow. Okay. Cloud with a Nightball who shoots lightning. Yes. Um, But I've definitely been on record saying that the Kirby series has a bit of a weakness in reusing its songs over and over again, as much as I love them. But when you step away from it for a second, it's really, really cool. How multiple generations of human beings (laughs) are hearing these same songs in different contexts, but with the same character. I mean, like, you could have been a kid in the, like, early 90s playing, like, the the very first Kirby games. Or you could be a kid in 2009 playing this game. You're hearing the same song. Like, there's actually something kind of powerful of that when you think about it. That's a good point. I really enjoy... Say a little about Nintendo being too conservative sometimes, but the fact that they remember their legacy with pretty much all of their series is really, um, really heartening in a lot of ways. Yeah. And yeah. I appreciate that about them. That's kind because of. It. Some, go, go ahead. ahead. Oh. Oh, some companies like Sega don't <laughs> at this Wait. point. What? Have, did you play <laughs> Sonic Generations, man? I did, and then they did what they're doing.
1: Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, we're, it, anyways, called- <laughs> that's another episode. That yeah, is. let's not get onto that. That's a, a, a ten-part series about Sonic. Yeah, it's going to be it's
0: going to be tears of called Stephen's ten ten-step recovery process. <laughs> <laughs> tears of joyful remembering, and then just tears of sad resignation.
1: <sighs> anyway, Matthew, what are you? Want to I say? was I was going to say, um, that's another really interesting with. Uh, Nintendo and I mean you mm-hmm. see this with any long series of anything really, but yeah. how um, the the old guard you know the the Miyamoto and Koji yes. Kondo and those guys the people that have been there since the beginning they developed these different series and changed them over their careers and then they stepped back and then the people that came in basically went back to the old ways in some, in some regards, mm-hmm. like, um, Kirby kind of different in that, in that way. Um, it's been pretty, a, a little more consistent than the others I'd say, but you know, uh, Zelda, I'd say, um, Skyward Sword is, if you look what came out 10 years before Skyward Sword was, um, about Majora's Mask time. Right. And Majora's yeah. Mask, is really, really, really different than from 10 years before that, which was A Link to the Past, or thereabouts. Um, So a lot of these, the old guys, they, like, I don't want to do the same thing again. um, Koji kind of certainly didn't do that with the music. Um, Like, all of the new Zelda games would have a few callbacks, but, um, Uh like, I I think I said it before on an episode that... um, uh, Ocarina of Time doesn't have the Zelda theme in it. Um, yeah,
0: and that's it, a really interesting
1: fact about Yeah. It. Like It has a lot of things that feel like it's about to go to it, but then it doesn't. Um, mm-hmm. And Majora's Mask does, but Majora's Mask was also the first one that wasn't done only by Koji Kondo. That's true. So It's interesting seeing um, just how different people's interpretations come whenever it's not the same guys that have been doing it. And how that connects to Epic Yarn is that it is a different person because you know the main guys were working on something else, which yeah. I haven't listened to it, but I imagine it probably sounds more like older Kirby music than this one does.
0: I would have to guess. Yes, I think we can. Um, I think we it, can. it, it ju- kind ju- of yeah. it's sort of like classic Kirby, but with a bit of an um, exciting, bombastic orchestral style. it. Yeah, so yeah, it's fun. a bit more like what you'd expect. Yeah, yeah I think Nintendo is entering. Um, at least musically, another period of experimentation and growing yeah. forward, though, more than they have in a very long time. Mm-hmm. So, if that's, music is
1: also driving their overall design decisions, then they're at a very good place right now. That's, that's <laughs> something that, that I think that's what was my original idea when I started that whole <laughs> ramble. <laughs> uh, was right. that um, now that kind of the new guys that came in in the early aughts or whatever we call yes. that decade? um during <laughs> i've the, heard ops, i don't love it but hey i don't i haven't heard it i don't love it but that's what the most people have said so it's better than the ooze in the ooze, so. in the ooze. <laughs> <laughs> but in the years 2000 to 2005 ish those guys yeah. have now been there for a little bit so yeah. now we're starting to see them trying new things which is really exciting
0: yeah i agree and numa is kind of taking over on zelda yes. more and me able to just stepping back and saying okay do what you want i don't Butter. I don't take blame for this anymore. <laughs> I can go make the Dogs 3 or whatever. <laughs> is there an Nintendo Dogs 3? No, unfortunately. No. Tin okay. Caterpillars, though, is going to be a big, big thing. Um, but yeah, I think I'm just really excited to see what Nintendo does next. So, be it with Kirby or any of their series, I'm hoping we to have not a lot right of episodes in the a- future. Well, and let's let's remember our history here, where the next Kirby game to come out after this one was, I believe, was it was Mass Attack after or before? Does anyone uh, remember Mass Attack at all? I thought you said Mass Effect, and I'm like, Stephen, this is nothing <laughs> to do with Kirby. <laughs> That's my favorite Kirby spinoff. Yeah. I believe Mass Attack was after. Okay, I think that was the next one, and the most recent one was um, the 3DS one, which I loved and had a really good soundtrack. Yeah, it was um, pretty good. It wasn't Though at it wasn't like up vision. to this level. No, I don't know. Yeah, Master was twenty eleven, so it was a year after. Is there do you guys like think there's a Kirby theme song? Uh I guess it other would be than Green Greens, but it's mean, kind of the, the famous go to one.
1: But yeah. But I mean I feel like uh, Gourmet Race is just as iconic from Yeah.
0: It. Yep. And really melee Smash Bros Melee had those two songs in it, so like yeah, that's it. Did. Yeah, so, that's what defines cover music. I just go to that. So apparently, the Temple theme from Zelda
1: Two is the Zelda 2. It's, it's it's yeah, it's the Phil's <laughs> theme <depends> song. No,
0: <laughs> I, I would okay. This. this is a complete side note, but I would love for the new Super Smash Bros to do a remix of the remix of the Zelda Two song because that is an awesome song that I don't got think got a justice. justice or. Or got weirdly popular. It got weirdly popular, it got weirdly popular but, but also wasn't that good in the game. Wasn't that good? <gasps> it was pretty good. I think yeah. could have been performed. I better, think right all anyway. of Melo's music was a little lacking, but that is down a completely different rabbit hole.
1: It sense. is.
0: Um, and I think that that'll about cover it for our discussion of this song, unless you you two had any final notes.
1: Not. Notes,
0: get it? Yeah, like, I, I flat, get it. But I'm afraid I don't have anything else to say. Well, I have one. Actually, I have one thing more to say. All right. And I was remembering why it seemed so familiar to analyze one of these songs. Mm -hmm. And I remember that I did it um, at least once when I was writing music articles for Critical Gamer. That's right. And I kind of liked the way I described Epic Yarn, which was perhaps the most cuddly video game the world will ever collectively volunteer to hug.
1: (laughs) Yeah, whenever I mentioned that to, to you that I wanted to do this song, you said, I want to hug Kirby's epic yarn. <laughs>
0: Apparently, Stephen, your opinions did not change much. I guess I'm, I, I, I like Kirby. I have remained relatively unchanged over the years, and I still don't have a theme song. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can't see a better way to end it than with that quote. So we'll <laughs> move on here to the most exciting part of our show that everyone should definitely stick around for. Where we talk about stuff we want to plug. Uh,
1: Hooray! Go ahead and go first before everyone like turns off their iPod. <laughs> okay. Um, Major Third, look it up on YouTube. I have no clue when the next episode will be out. My life's gotten super, super busy in the past few weeks. And not for fun stuff like video games. So, um, hopefully it'll be out in the next week or two. Um, do you know what you're working on next? Yeah, I do. Um, cool. It's... I don't know, not even... Uh, that's the thing. I have a couple ideas that I could uh-huh. finish the script and do right now, but I'm just not yes. quite there. And that's actually the reason I want to do this episode was because I started writing an episode on piano music and games. Right. And that can't be one episode. So <laughs> I'm not quite ready for another five part series. Yeah. So, oh, geez, yes. So I'll be holding off on that.
0: Yeah, the piano is
1: such an exotic and rare instrument, though. There are only a few tracks. Only a couple. Only a (laughs) couple. It's not like the entire soundtrack for Kirby's Epic Yarn is piano music. (laughs) Um, Exactly. But uh, Major Third, just search it on YouTube. You'll find it. um, Major underscore third on Twitter. Awesome. And that's, yeah, I do videos about video game music and make music, so... Absolutely. What was the last song you put out? Was it that? Uh, was it the Final Fantasy 13 one? It was, and it's on uh, SoundCloud. I'll probably make an actual video for it pretty soon. Yeah. Um, I did um, a eight bit version of the Firelink Shrine from Dark Souls, like the main hub area in Dark Souls. Yes,
0: don't need to play that game.
1: Um, you Should. It's really good. Yeah. Um, but I made an eight bit version of it, which was weird because it's definitely not a oh, melody driven song. No. So, um. That's cool. But, uh, yeah. So that's that's what I've been doing. Very cool. Uh, Steven, what have we been doing?
0: Uh, well, it's been a lot and? of train station at 8. Season 2 yep. is going very well. That uh, is. I have to say, uh, our guests have been fantastic. And we're actually back up to the point where we kind of have a backlog going. Um, yes. Instead of going week to week, hoping we can line someone up for the weekend. Um, I don't really know if there's a whole lot to say. Oh, other than... Um, Song of the Week is in full swing now on Facebook and Twitter. Every day we're posting a different song. Um, either Brian or I are doing it. So far, I've been doing it most of the time. Um, and I think it, that's a really fun feature because it's just a way to share all kinds of music. Um, since we only talk about one song a week now, essentially. Mm-hmm. Wait, is it Song um, of the Week or Song of the Day? I forget. I'm sorry, Song of the Day. That's what I thought. Yeah, that's what I meant. Every day, Song of the Week. <laughs> no, <laughs> we have a daily Song of the Day, so that's pretty cool. A reason to check social media more often, I suppose. Very cool. Um, and otherwise, and we're just doing our usual stuff on whalesorwhales.com, which is the network the show is under. Yep, we should have some several, actually, I plan to put up. Like, two different new projects are going to be going up there. Uh, yep. They might and already be up, if any this. Yeah, At stuff this stuff. point, they could be. Yeah, this check is going to go out. up. Just go to Wales of Whales, see what's there. Speaking of which, make sure to visit our friends page. Um, You'll find things such as Major Third on there. Um, you'll also, I want to give a shout out to The Backlog with Joe Walker, because that's actually what finally got me to play Earthbound. Oh, good point. What's <laughs> his episode on that? So thank you, Joe. It seems really awesome so far. Uh, and yeah, just see everyone else that is there. Mercado Rose, do we have them? They're on our page, right? Of course they are. I thought so. Just making sure we got that up there. Yes, they're awesome. So check them out and everyone else up there so yes and with that uh, we'll go ahead and sign off here thank you everyone for uh, coming and talking about video game music you're very welcome Good. I'm glad to do it I love this and thank you everyone for listening let's talk to vi- talk to video game music I wish we <laughs> oh, <To man>. talk- <laughs> yeah we need sentient video game music already anyway to talk about video game music I think the closest we can get right now is Jake Kaufman. but
1: hey <laughs> yes.
0: there it is yeah, <laughs> yes. grant kirko all right that was close good dodge. we haven't got a chance that was dangerous so yeah everyone until next week say goodbye to the monkey porter